Kate. Kate is my editor. Hi, Kate. Love you, honey. Um, uh, <laughs> Hi, Kate. Hi, Kate. Uh, they're the best. And uh, and my little dreamboat. Love you. Um, so um, would you like to say a prayer, Sonia? Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, oh, oh. I feel so, so, so blessed. Thank you for being here. So just including everyone, Kate and whoever, Sophia, myself, and recognizing right here, right now, right where we are is the presence of the Most High, is the spirit of the, of the wisdom of the divine moving through me, moving through Sophia, moving through Kate, moving through each person who will be listening to this show. How grateful I am to know that the divine is revealing itself as divine inspiration, as divine wisdom, as the divine knowingness, so that each person gets what they need, whether it's me, whether it's Sophia, or whether it's a listener. How good it is to know that the divine feminine moves through each and every one of us as love, peace, harmony, understanding, wisdom and we lift itself we lift it within us in a way that touches each other every other person who identifies as this type of love this type of spiritual wisdom and understanding how grateful i am to know that the divine power that god is is all that there is and it reveals itself and we tap into that revelation of love we tap into that in a way that supports not only us but uplifts this world in a way that we have never seen before. It is the divine feminine coming forth, standing strong in that power, and we're accepting it, we're grateful for it, and we let it be. Hmm. Let it flow. Amen. Amen. Yeah, it is, it is. We are grateful. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh. I'm Samantha Rise, and welcome to Vagina Talks, where we speak about, to, and from vaginas. This is a show of alchemy, where we turn poison into medicine, disconnection into wisdom, and isolated wounds into communal peacemaking. Here's your host, Sophia Wise One. You already know everything they could teach you. You already know everything they could say. I just want to take a minute to acknowledge that Vagina Talks understands that gender is fluid and dynamic and goes way beyond the binary of either woman or man, she or him, and that in fact it's a living and evolving thing that's actually personal, person to person. And that our bodies, even our understanding or the ways that we experience them can vary. It's important for me that that's something that has space here on Vagina Talks. And at the same time, I also am carrying this understanding that womanhood and the experience of the feminine and all of the female in the splitting of that binary has been injured, has been hurt, has been dismantled. And so I'm looking to have a space where the feminine and the female and the female body is reclaimed and respected and lifted and inspected and known as well as a space that goes beyond the binary and that acknowledges that these are limited constructs mostly 
put upon us and that we're in the process of evolving into something more whole and more true. Just wanted to say that some of my guests will use incredibly binary language for whatever reason from the places that they come from. And I just wanted to let you know that Vagina Talks has a much wider understanding and it's a living one. So feel free to chime in as we go along. Without further ado, today's episode. That is Sonia Jackson, who is the founder of Visions of Possibilities, a nonprofit entertainment organization that produces projects and performances that challenge audiences like us today to live lives of unlimited possibility. She's an established actress with more than 30 years working in film and television and on stage, a solo version of her original play, Conversations About the Girls, along with her first solo show, I'm Gonna Fly, earned her two NAACP Theater Award nominations for Best Solo Actress. Sonia is a spiritual counselor and the author of My Prayer Journal, a book of 33 powerful prayers, as you and I have just felt, for gratitude, contemplation, and consciousness of the divine. I am so, so blessed. We are so blessed. Thank you, Sonia, for joining us today. Uh, they call me Sophia Wise One, and you're listening to the Vagina Talks podcast. And it's been a minute since we've been back because spirit has its way with me. That's how I like it. <laughs> and sometimes it is not according to my plan. I like to say uh, <laughs> God's plan's better than my plan. And uh, always in divine timing, ha ha, not mine. So happy and <laughs> joyful to be back here with you today. And just really looking forward to brewing and continuing to listen and let the divine spirit work and speak and cook and heal um, with all of you today and with you, Sonia. Welcome. Hello. Hello. So good to be here. So good. Oh, Sonia, there are prayers being prayed right now, kind of everywhere for this. Um, I feel like there's like a liberation of um, from normalcy that happened mm -hmm. for a lot of people, right? And there's like like a spell got broke, right? Like this for yeah. a lot of people, right? For a lot of people, there's this like, uh wait, huh? And like this attempt to go back and being like, wait, this back is not, it didn't work. It never worked. Um, and I'm wondering like, what are you seeing? What are you feeling? What are you knowing about this, this moment, this um, particular wave of awakening that's happening right now? Oh, well, you know, I, I look at myself and I think about the different types of things that have been going on just around me, just around putting together. I've been working on this project for 18 months and the whole idea of it's not about the finished product. It's about the mm. journey. It's about mm. how we grow through whatever we're doing. And I get that sense with everything. And so going through this pandemic, has been that same situation for each one of us where you know i i don't want to go back to what was my old normal my right. old normal was so little my old normal never was really something that was 
where I wanted to stay. I wanted to be more than who I was, you know, I wanted to be able to do more in life. And in this, as they say, this forced vacation at home, staycation, you know, that we've actually had time to think about ourselves. We had time to reevaluate. And that's something that we don't often do. And I wonder, and I hope that we have all had an opportunity to really spend time with ourselves in our own thoughts and be able to evaluate. I heard this thing, um, I was reading this book called Essentialism, and it talks about what is essential for our lives and what do we want. And it was talking about how we need to take time to reevaluate where we are. Where do we want to go from where we are? What do we want to do? Do you know, even if it's just about our career or if it's about our lives, how many of us have fallen into a career? I, Hmm. as opposed to choosing that as a career, as Mm -hmm. opposed to choosing, this is how I want to express myself, you know? So it's been a really interesting time and the, the, the word normal just to a certain point, who wants to do that? You know, who wants to be average? Who, who, who says, oh, wake up in the morning and go, oh, this is such a great day. I'm just going to be, I'm going to go out there and, and average out the world. I'm just going to make sure that everything is flowing around sea level. And, and instead I'm, I'm, you know, who goes through school going, I'm, I'm hoping to get a C boy, you know, I'll be so happy if I get a D, you know. Yo, I can and tell you. Yes, from, recognizing from us, sometimes yes. we need to move up. Yes, right. And some, I was going to say, it was like there are definite <laughs> times in my life where in a state of depression, uh, you know, average was a huge victory, right? Everything's relational, yes. right? Like that, yes. that, like, yeah, I hear you. And yes. that like when you're inspired, right? When you're connected, when you're resourced in your most kind of enlivened state, who's saying like, let me drop, you know, or let me like hang here. Um, I, I, you know, I hear that, right? Like that's literally not, it's not exactly the, the inspiration station, right? It's, you know, and the other thing that you said is falling into career. It makes me think about like falling into roles in general, falling into family, falling into relationships, falling into, um, personal identities, right? Like, we talked mm-hmm. a little bit about gender, right? Like a lot of people like fall into this gender, have fallen in, didn't even know it was a choice. Now there's so much more Main Street representation of just going like it's like it's there's more options here than you, you know, than than you were given. You were given these two options and uh, and there's more here. And so there's this. So I really hear that. And I'm I'm wondering what for you has been the the like the like the fire the bite the like the piece that's like I want this to be different like I'm like this next part like you know I think for me and I think a lot of people like you know I actually just I just am recovering from COVID I got COVID-19 um, a week and a half ago a lot of people have right now it basically like the word came out that like 
It's not going to be very dangerous for a lot of people um, in these circumstances in this variant. And there were a lot of people that made choices like I did that said, okay, and got it. And I wasn't very surprised that I got it. And, you know, I'm very grateful for my experience and my body and the choices that I made. And um, it was a mild case. And um, and I'm not the only one who said this, though, but I think it really um, affected my and you know, brains and emotions are hormones that are always body-based, but it really affected my um, mental health. Like one of my most intense symptoms for the kind of week that I had it was, um, was uh, like really kind of depressive, um, aggressive, aggressive, depressive thoughts. Um, I was going somewhere Hmm. different with this though. Um, But as coming out of it, I was asking you, what's the, oh, I really got lost. Well, (laughs) <laughs> hmm. excuse me oh. <laughs> we're getting choked up here yeah we're getting but... choked up i was like uh there's a lot yeah i think yeah and it's funny that you say that actually because i feel like maybe that is part of this it's like there's a lot there right oh i know what i was gonna say i wrote a poem and i said i am i'm on day whatever it was hold on Let's see. <laughs> this was a codependence recovery poem. And in there I said, um, clearly I am here mildly engaging in immune system dance with a variant of a virus that has killed millions in the past two and a half years. That is not murdering me or any of the eight people I know currently dancing. Thank you for this truth. Thank you for the health blessings on all who fear and suffer in illness always shifting and drifting into an endemic they say i think there's a Hmm. real power if we're brave to say like i'm still here like i'm here (coughs) and like a lot of people left this planet through the pandemic and a lot of people are have and continue to leave this pan through other pandemics, the violent pandemic that is happening across this world, the pandemics of starvation, water poisoning, um, incredible inequities in terms of resources. I mean, there are long-standing pandemics that have not moved into endemic states right now um, that have that really, you know, have an element of like, I'm alive. I'm still here on this planet. Like I'm here and that's not lost on me actually. Like there's a real element of just being like, I am still on the planet. So what am I doing here? Like why, why and what? I know what you mean. Um, And I'm coughing (coughs) for some, because I developed um, over the last, uh, few years, a um, sinus issue. So excuse me, because coughing means that I have to blow my nose, which is really strange to me. But I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you with the the whole the whole pandemic situation and we're actually starting to see things differently in in the world in our own personal lives i was in a call yesterday with um there are probably 10 women and out of that 10 women three of them said they recently got COVID, and it was it was it was 
physically hard on their bodies. They hadn't expected it because, you know, we're, we're all thinking that things have settled down. We're at a different level, but I'm starting to think that maybe this is how the whole idea of colds started, you know, um, <clears throat> colds probably came about because of some pandemic yes. hundreds and thousands of years ago. Influenza was a hundred years ago cold. and the flu. Influenza was a pandemic that right. is now the common flu. Right. Exactly. So right. now we have, you know, it, it'll be eventually right now we're still in the middle of it and we're still reeling from the friends that we have lost and, and the situations that people mm. have gone through mm -hmm. that were horrific. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I think in another hundred years, somebody's going, oh, you got, you got COVID. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you know, and, and it'll be that two day thing, that three day thing, because my husband got COVID earlier this year and I did not. Thank you, God. I did not, you know, yeah. living in the same house. Um, I did not. So, you know, we're, we can't say that anything, going back to the whole idea of what's normal, nothing's normal. Nothing in the situation is, is normal. And I think it may be, you know, we're looking, we're looking for or wanting a normal, but I think what we're actually wanting is something that is stabilizing. We mm. just want stabilizing. Yeah. And <clears throat> for me, um, or consistent or in some kind of regular order. But for me, what I, what I want is I want, I want a stabilizing growth. Mm. I want to continue to grow on a new level. And that, that was one of the, the things that I was uh, getting to when I was talking about this book, Essentialism. One thing they said is to look at where we are in life, to, to, to consider what we're doing. How is it that we're doing that? Do, is that where we want? Maybe each year, you know, and people, a lot of times people will do it at the end of the year. Okay. This is what I went through this year. This is what I accomplished. This is what I did. But do we talk about, this is how I grew. This is how I became a better person. This is, I learned more. And from this point on now, this is where I am. And, and, um, in this book, they were talking about <clears throat> Bill Gates and whether you like him or not, it doesn't matter. But he takes a year, every year or every six months, whatever it was they were saying, he takes a week off to read. He takes a week off to find out what are the trends in, in the world so he can look at what's next for the business, what's next for the company. <clears throat> and how often do we do something like that for ourselves? Take off the whole morning, take off a day, you know, we, we say, Oh, I need a break. And we go on vacation and then we, we vacate for however long, two, three days, two, three weeks, some cases, two, three months, even after we've come back to work. <laughs> but how often do we stop to go, all right, well, this is where I am in life. Where do I really want to be? Do I want to advance in this career? Do I want to stay in this career? This is how far I've gotten. I think I like this or hell, I don't, I'm not feeling very pleased about this at all. Maybe I want a completely different career. Maybe I, you know, can I do that? Can I prepare myself for something else? So I love the poem because, 
you're taking a time to look at at your own physical body, which is which is just one aspect of of our lives that we can evaluate and see how yeah. can we move forward or how can we be a how can we be a better person? How can we live a better life? You know? Yeah. And what's 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 alive in you? What's what's being asked to be let go of and what's being mm -hmm. asked to come forward? Exactly. Exactly. Because we often <clears throat> we sometimes we don't take the time to 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 feel our feelings. We don't take the time to understand what we're doing. You know, yeah. how do yeah. we feel about something? Why do we feel that way about it? How do we think we we should feel about it? <clears throat> or how do we want to feel about it? Um, I was, uh, I'm a firm believer in how, how we feel will attract more, whatever it is. If we're feeling happy, we'll attract more happy. If we're feeling unhappy, we'll attract more unhappy until something shifts, you know, and sometimes it's a deliberate shift mm -hmm. or sometimes it's and something that just happened, you know, yeah. somebody surprised us and we felt, oh, we felt better about that. And yeah. they, they were happy enough for both of us for a minute. Totally. <laughs> And that we could get there happy and we can take it on for ourselves. Sometimes they're too happy for us. And it's like, get away from me. I don't feel that good. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. But I think if we let ourselves, and it doesn't have to be that happy, jumping up and down in ecstasy, waving your hands. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. You know, it's, it just has to be a moment of, mm, I feel good. Mm. Or just a moment of, oh, I feel better than I did an hour ago. <laughs> and sometimes yeah. that will carry us to a new level. Yeah. Where does prayer fit into that for you? I know where it fits in. I have some ideas about where it fits in for me. But that process of feeling your feelings or um, bringing in um, that principle of resonance. Is there, is there a, a prayer connection in that for you? Well, for me, the connection starts with, I'm, I believe, I don't believe in a God out there. I don't believe uh -huh. in a God in the sky. There is a God in the sky, but the God is also in the air. The God is in, in the trees and in the birds. And therefore it's as it's, you know, it, it birthed me, it birthed you. So that presence, mm. that source, that energy is everywhere. And therefore it is within me. It's within all of us. And so it starts there for me that we are one with, with all that is surrounding us. We are one with all of the energy. And if we can recognize that, First and foremost, we're made in the image and likeness and out of that which is God. It is not that mirror image that I see in the mirror. It is the energy of love within me. It is the energy of wisdom and guidance within me. It is the energy of all that there is. That is that presence. And so for me, prayer, and starting with that, 
I'm not begging and beseeching some presence, some, some idea outside of me to come make this a better life for me. You know, I'm, I'm not in, in there. I'm knowing that I've been gifted with everything that I need and I have to be open and available to allowing it to shift in me, to show up in me, to show up in my life in some way. This is, this is the truth that, that I believe. And so my prayer work is always about being open and available to Mm -hmm. that higher wisdom, to that higher healing, to that Mm -hmm. higher knowing working through me. And when I do that, it's it's amazing things will happen. And I admit, I don't always live there. I'm working to live there, Uh (laughs) but I don't always live there, you know, so I have to practice that as well. And sometimes, you know, it's as simple as driving down the street and I get a, a divine thought, an intuitive idea that says, oh, go over there. Oh, look at that store over there. Go in there. That's a, go in there. And then I get in the store and it says, go look at that. And, and then I'll find, cause I'll, because I have an eclectic house of all sorts of things, I'll yeah. find a shower curtain that I need. I need a shower curtain because I didn't have one. And I'll get a, find a shower curtain that has all of the colors that, of, that I have as towels. You know, because I've got this eclectic group of towels and I'll find this perfect shower curtain that, oh yeah, this is perfect on sale, you know? So I, you know, and, or I, and it can be as simple as that, or it can be as powerful as, uh, go back inside and talk to that person. And sometimes I'll go, am I supposed to, you know, I had an incident at church one day and I was leaving and I got this hit to go back in and I'm, you know, and I'm going back in, I'm going, why, where am I supposed to go? What am I supposed to do? And they just go back in. And I'm, so I turn around, I go back in and I'm going, am I supposed to go over there? And they go, yeah, yeah, do that. So I go over there and, but being over there, somebody else came into my purview and, and took my attention and said, oh, hi, and blah, 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 and why don't we do this? And and we ended up collaborating on some other event. So sometimes my inner knowing says, yeah, yeah, go over there because it has another idea and they'll put that other idea in front of me. But I also know that I have missed opportunities because Mm. I wasn't in alignment with being available Mm. to that to allow the divine to work through me. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. So my prayer work yeah, is always about and connecting. Yeah. Connection. Connection, connection, connection. Thank you for all of that. And, yeah. And so the connection sometimes will be um, in the recognition of, okay, so let's say I want something. If the, if, if, if spirit has said, if you ask, I will give it to you. Mm. And then what we're, our job is to allow it. Our job isn't necessarily to know how exactly it's supposed to come or exactly what it's supposed to look like, but our job is to allow it. So if I'm allowing it, that means I'm, I'm 
moving in the direction of what it is I'm asking for. So I'm not asking for a career in engineering and then not going to school. Right. You know, I have to go to school. You know, I have to I have to do my part um, in it. So I I I do my part in it and I be available and I be open to knowing that the additional aspects that I need will show up. And generally they do. This is feeling particularly pertinent for me today and uh, every day. And <laughs> I, call the, the, <laughs> I call the practice following the thread. And this idea for me, one of the things that I do with prayer, connection, connection to my kind of truest self, my divine self, and then this idea of self dissolves, right? The connection to the divine and uh, in that remembering and then listening for that uh, sacred holy map of desire of inspiration, right? Of like a hunger and a want something, a magnetism in me. And then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. having the courage to show up every day and saying, okay, what do you want me to do for this one, this one thing? Right. And so in your example of being an engineer, it'd be like, okay, well like research schools. Right. And then one day it would be like, okay, it's time to apply yeah. to these three schools. Right. And then it's like, you know, and then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you need to call your mom. And I'm like, I'm, we're talking about engineering. And my guidance says like, yeah, but today you got to call your mom. So I call my mom and, you know, and then live the rest of my life at this practice of following the thread and like letting it be nonlinear. It's like, oh, you got to go to this bowling event. I was like, I'm not going to a bowling event. Right. And it's like, okay, I'm going to a bowling event. Sure. I'll go to a bowling event, you know? And, you know, so being really willing to surrender to this um, kind of go over there, abstract messaging, right. When we're listening to our intuition. Um, but I've been in this place. I've had this um, journey. <laughs> I haven't been super secret about it, even though I've kind of pretended at times to like be cooler than it, which is like, you know, just if financial stability hasn't really been my main dig for a long time. You know, um, being like an artist, being a gig person, being a healing artist, right? A practitioner and then being like, I'm going to launch a business and then doing this thing, which is like contrary to business development, which is like um, changing what you're doing and offering all the time. It's like my number one business advice is like, I get it. Like you solve a problem, you, you know, help figure out a thing, solve a pleasure, fulfill a desire, and then you're consistently offering that for a long time and then people know to choose you. Whereas if you keep changing what you're offering, it's hard to build a business around it. So I did a lot of research, like 20 years of research on what not to do. And um, and I have a lot of knowledge uh, that I'm really grateful for. But, you know, I was sitting around the other day feeling pretty done with this research, right? Like I've really, <laughs> really done some research and my life is full of miracles. It is Full of miracles. I am provided for. I am, um, I am fed. I am housed. I am gifted things. I collaborate. Like I am not, um, you know, it's like, there's not a lot that I want for even in that truth. Right. Like it's, um, you know, and I, I, I really just kind of honor the mystery and the, and the privilege where that comes from and the understanding of like, yeah, a lot of that comes from like other people I know who have just plugged into the system and have money and then do things with me. Right. And then we make magic together. Right. So it's like, it's not like I don't understand kind of elements. And on another hand, I don't understand it and I don't need to, that is not my job. That's the ubiquitous all knowing omniscient universe's job. I don't have to know everything. I just have to do my part. So Mm -hmm. all that being said, 
these past six months have been a huge piece. And it's kind of what I was referring to at the beginning of this. Like, I just was like, I can't keep doing what I was doing. I feel complete with that version, right? Of um, doing my part, but without a structure to stabilize it, right? And so there's a vulnerability. It made me really, really vulnerable in my... um, uh, romantic relationships there was this sub part of my brain that was always tracking to be like is this person going to provide the stability that I haven't provided for myself and it made me vulnerable in a mm. lot of relationships that um, I know a lot of people can relate to people neurodivergent people like me um, you know socialized people that were uh, like caregivers right um, a lot of uh women non-binary like a lot of uh, trans people who like don't fit into this major any any marginalized you know notion of just being like I'm kind of getting the short end of the stick here so like who's gonna who's gonna bring up that other half you know like there's there's systematic and personal elements at work and all of that I know a lot of people can feel that sense but for me I'll just say that it was you know this understanding of like my you know hugest Speaking of grammar, my hugest um, contribution is uh, is relational, is like good energy, good sex, even if it's we're not having sex. Like I bring this energy, this vitality, this sensualness, this enjoyment, this playfulness, you know, and that's really valuable to people. And so, um, mm-hmm. okay, so, you know, h- hitting this wall in myself, though, and going like, this was cool. I got to do what I wanted all the time um, in so many ways. And um, and I'm like a little tired of some of the cost benefit of it all. Right. And so I've been taking the last six months going like I want to do it different, you know. And so right now I'm in a place of. So the two things, one thing that you were talking about of just like trusting that like bit by bit that step by step piece by piece aspect that's just like always a good reminder on the faith walk like at noon at four at 4 30 mm-hmm. at 4 44 like just keep keep giving me the like signs and messages constantly. I always say that right constantly I'm like keep sending them I'll take all of them 447 like just just it doesn't get old thank you thank you be redundant and encouraging I appreciate it um and uh but I, I pulled a card from my deck when I was I was reflecting on it all. And some I have some collaborations that have like come towards me that are mm-hmm. um, exciting to me and in a different shape and with a kind of different kind of people and a kind of different organization that I'm like, um, I don't know, you look like a little straight laced for me. Like, I don't know if we're really a good match. Right. But um <laughs> uh oh but at the same time I'm like and if they're smart like a lot of their roots are in the past and I've got a lot of roots that are in the future and so we could really help each other right they have a lot of skills they have a lot of structure there could be a lot of benefit to everybody involved in this process so I'm going to show up to it when I was reflecting and just explore and listen um I was reflecting on it I pulled the card and I went, I read the whole description, but then I went and was like, but what's the one thing about this, you know? And the question was like, what are you trying to have survive? Like what part are you fighting Mm. for? 
and it just felt what like was the really Im- for me i was like the deep truth answer is like a kind of freedom and autonomy that i've like fought so hard for on a like fear kind of grip level it was like an identity of being financially unstable there's like a protection there's mm-hmm. like an off the hook there's like a you know you can't pin me down I can't be blamed kind of held responsible kind of energy that I you know I'm not I don't say that with like pride I'm not like ha but I do I you know I can say it with acceptance and acknowledgement right of just like that that I think a lot of people if you know I don't doesn't matter if it's a lot of people but oh oh can you hear it that's the sound of shame um that like mm-hmm. yeah like I'm not proud of it I'm ashamed of it you know but I I don't want to be ashamed of it I want I I want to embrace it and and make space for real healing, which doesn't happen when it's in hiding and festering. And and also, you know, how do you know that that's not a part of what your plan is, a part right. of the plan for you to grow through? Because what we we experience all the time, we whatever it is we're experiencing gives us some kind some degree of understanding some mm-hmm. degree of lesson some degree yeah. and it's a it's a, it's how how do we use it how do we take it you know so <clears throat> whatever you, you have if you look at it differently if you reframe which is what i've been learning about for years is reframing we say, oh, I did that. And wasn't that horrible? Right. <laughs> There's nothing we can do about that because it's right. already happened or it's already there or whatever it yeah. was. But yeah. what if that was in particular to us becoming this? Yeah. We have, if we haven't done that, we can't become this. So, and what if the, this is what we want to become is, yeah. is there's an idea of such powerful ability to speak or to, to allow yourself to be, um, in such humanity that others are lifted because you've done this, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. the gift of you to you to be, be able to become more. It may, sometimes we look at Sometimes we have things that are obstacles, we have problems, we have circumstances, they sure. things that come up that that we're going, oh, I don't want this because I need to do this. I want my life to have this. Or like you're saying, financially, I just embarked on this huge project and I, I love the project that I had and I love the work that I've done over the past 18 months, but I'm in the hole. Uh-huh. I am in the hole. It yeah. did not, I did not get the audiences that I had hoped to get. And I did not get all sorts of things. And I had, I had certain things in place that fell apart. And yes. it was, okay, do you give up and stop? Or do you go, or do you continue this walk? Because the walk is really the journey to becoming more than who I thought I was. Yes. So what, you know, and, and, and so it's, you know, we have shame about all sorts of things. My show, um, Breastival, um, presents my play that I have conversations about the girls. And these are the girls, women's breasts. And, you know, mine only represent 
represents so many. And as we were talking about er earlier, there is such an expansion now of what femininity is and who's who's able to participate because of their own declaration of this is who I am. That's mm -hmm. such a powerful thing to be able to stand in your own truth of this is who I am and this is who I'm going to say I'm going to to turn myself into. And 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 so when we start to let go of those ideas that have been quote unquote shameful for us mm. because and they're only shameful because somebody in society right. said this is what it should be and you're not in this category and you're not in this you're not on this little tray that i said should be this so therefore bad you bad you and that's that's not true yeah. it's just not true yeah and it's or I'll say it's only true if we oh, allow it to be true for ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yes, yes, yes. And I think that there's so there's so many pieces in what you just talked about. And one is, you know, this idea of that we're given a vision and the pursuit of that vision to become the person, right? Who like that we see mm -hmm. in that vision, right? That it's 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 a it's a path of evolution or development or consciousness or expansion, right? Or soulful reclamation. I'll even say soul retrieval, right? I think there's mm -hmm. um, both growing our soul and there's also getting ourselves back. I think that's like a huge piece, I think, ancestrally and um, physically and like culturally, like how much of us had kind of came in inheriting wounds and how many of us came in with a lot of wholeness and then like took four steps into a world that said that's got to go and 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 right and then we're standing there like holding on to like four threads of ourself going like you can't have these <laughs> like these stay this is me. you know leave me alone this is me. i have to kiss us and we get off right and that art and creation and these visions are how we like demand and and declare Right. And this idea of financial success is is hugely culturally validating to do that work, even when the work itself mm -hmm. is what's really required for our kind of soul. Yeah. Right. Like I know writing my book and painting my cards and that whole process was like a huge process of like, and this is me and you're coming back and I get you and I get to keep you and you. You're like not really me. You can go now. <laughs> right. Like, like that's like, a, like, thank you so much. You can go home. Uh, visiting hours are over and bye. Um, you know, so like set like that process. Right. And it's like that understanding of like, maybe it will be of service to others. I'm sure it is fundamentally, even if nobody ever knew it or saw it, let alone the people that will touch it and which we can't measure our ripples in terms of healing and contribution and art and mm -hmm. impact, um, you know, or how that's going to ripple forward motion in terms of um, financial or resource or collaborative things that are come that we like can't track, you know, and that the vision grows us, the vision heals us, and then it calls us in, into a state of being. So I really, I heard that, mm -hmm. that like wisdom, that perspective and that, you know, and, um, and I heard the part of just like, like the, like life as curriculum, right? Like the, like the things oh. that fell apart, Right. Like 
it's not an accident, right? Like, or it was an accident or who cares? Like, it doesn't have to make meaning, but we will make meaning of it. And so, you know, Mm -hmm. that there's a huge responsibility and opportunity that we have when that happens, right? Like our ability to make meaning of the things. Yeah, because the the things aren't, you know, our tendency is to look at this didn't work. I wanted to do this and this didn't work. Or this was my ultimate plan and over here at the end of it, it didn't, it didn't come out. But what I also have to look at, if we're, if it's, if it's (laughs) truly the journey, if it's truly the journey, what else happened? What else did happen? I met you through creating this journey and, and I'm so enjoying the, 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 the work that you do, what your what your goal is to put out into the world, what you're trying to, not what you're trying to, what you're doing, because that mm. you're doing it, you know. And <clears throat> I've met other people along this path. I have grown. I have I I had um, a number of interns that I committed to training in a particular way, and uh, one of them has gotten a really great job. One of them is now is up for another wonderful job. And, and, and she's her, the job that she's going is beyond where she would have gone because right. I was, I had said, I'm promising you this training and that's what I gave her, you know? And, yeah. and so there's, just, yeah. there's just been so much more. My body is taking care of, I, I let it go to a certain extent. And then I had a recommitment to rebuilding it and it start it's like being rebuilt right now and all sorts of things. So it's never just that one little aspect right. that our mind will decide to focus in on and go, Oh, it's me. This is right. What about depending all the rest on of this our stuff, right? Know? And depending on our mood, right? Like that's the part that I kind of love and I find hysterical and endearing, like most of the time now. Which is that, like, on my depending on how I'm feeling and what I want to read into it, I can look at the whole story and be like, "Look at all of these gifts," or I can look at the whole story and be like, "It was a terrible idea," you know. And it's like that's called bias. Like, and I just decide. I I just decide. I decide all the time, you know. And what made me laugh while you were talking, what what I remembered while you're talking, I said to you at the beginning, like I said to kind of all of us, I was talking about God's plan is better than my plan. Well, what's hysterical Mm -hmm. about that is that my former wife and I came up with that when we were talking about our wedding and we knew that things would not go according to plan. And, uh, and uh, she used to always say, um, uh, you know, um, uh, expect the unexpected. Right. And so we're like, okay, mm-hmm. so we know it's not going to go the way that we planned. It's going to go a variation on that. And so our mantra, our agreed mantra was God's plan is better than our plan, which is hysterical because now we're divorced. So it's just like, it's so funny. But like the mantra lives on. Like it's like, it's also like our victorious marriage was like, God's plan's better than our plan. I'll tell you what, you know. And it's like, we're texting, we're going to meet up and take a walk when I get back in town. Like, you know, there's so much love. There's so much holiness. There's so much intact there. And like God's plan is better, which we came up with around our wedding and we didn't stay married. Like that's the whole, 
it's like that, that's just like that's hysterical like that's exactly that's it that's like exactly it like we can be and like I just always say like when people when talking about the idea of judging other people or other circumstances as being like a good idea or a bad idea or like a positive thing mm-hmm. or a, a or a or a negative thing that has bad results you know and I just really I really ask people honestly and I ask myself this time when I the same question when I get stuck on it I say do you want to have so much authority to be the one who decides right now whether this is a good thing or a bad thing for the next 8,000 years, which is like a tiny little blip on this planet. Like, do you want, you want to be the one who's like, you have to sign right here. It's up to you to say that this was a good thing or a bad thing. And it's like, no, thank you. (laughs) I do not want that pen. I do not want that paper. No, thank you. Like, no, thank you. The question is, how can I help? The question is, what do you need? The question is, what do I need? The question is, where do we go from here? The question is not, let me be the one who decides that this is a good thing or a bad thing. And being able to remember that, you know, for myself. Mm-hmm. Because it's never a good thing or a bad thing. Yes, because exactly. it's never over. Right. It's never over. Because what happens is it's, it's a good thing in this moment. And it's a seeming bad thing in this right. moment, but in the next moment, it's going to be a good thing because such and such, because the yeah. next moment, it's going to be a good thing because of that. And it might look like a bad thing over here because of that. But, you know, it's one of those things, you know, I was re- uh Denzel Washington had a quote that somebody uh, caught him on, which was, if you're praying for rain, you got to deal with the mud. Yes. You cannot complain about when you get mud because, you know, it it rained. You know, so it's one of those things that it's all in how you're going to look at it. Mm -hmm. And you're, it's all, and not only that, it's, it's how it affects you. How are (sighs) we going to allow it, whatever the it is to affect us? You know, I, I've a friend of mine with regard to my project, <clears throat> a friend of mine, uh, it felt like, cause I, I can't say that that was her intention, but it felt like, um, she wanted to make sure I knew that I had not, uh, that things didn't go well in this particular way or that particular way. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, I, I, trust me, I know well that this didn't work. <laughs> the way I wanted it to work out. Be be sure that I'm clear on that. You know, I'm, I'm very, very clear on that. But the truth is I'm not going to live there. I don't live in, it didn't work out the way I wanted it to, because that's only one aspect of it. Mm -hmm. The other aspect Mm -hmm. of it is that I, I have grown beyond what I thought I could. I am more of who I want to be now than I thought I could be a year ago. And I'm still becoming a greater and greater person. Mm. And so, and, and there are people who have, who got the message of what I've wanted to put out there, 
And if I did that and it cost me a little more than I planned, that's okay because I have skills, I've got abilities and I'm going to, I'm going to make money. You know, it's not like, Oh, woe is me. I'll never make any money. You know, Oh, woe right. is me. I'll never get out of debt. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I, and it, and it opened a door for me to be able to go, okay, how can I do this differently? Yeah. How can I do this in a way that supports me and others as well so that I'm not overtaxing myself in that manner? So it's, yeah, I, you know, who, whatever it is that we're walking through, mm. that's the key. We are walking through it. Mm. If we don't stop and just stand in there, stand in that one position, and we really don't because we can't. Yeah. We can't. We life yeah. continues to move forward. You know, so right. even if we stop, it keeps going forward. is like a thing, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So we can grow or we can die which is the same we die to the old person that who we were but we know if we are growing we know that we're growing to something greater yeah yeah i truly believe that me too me too i've experienced it felt it and witnessed it so many times and only mm -hmm. more. And I had the faith of it when I was just a little tiny bumpkin. And now I have the experience. And I have like, you know, at least a few decades to to say I've seen it, you know. And I've sat with teachers who have way more than me. And they've said it, mm -hmm. you know. And so when I combine those three things together, the like wisdom of the elders my own lived experience and the God-given faith of a child who's just like, it's not over, <laughs> but it's not over. I came back, you know, like people say YOLO and I like to say YALA, you always live again. It's like my, mm. <laughs> you know, ah. that's, it's, you know, it's like that. And it's like hold both, right? Like in the moment, whichever one will set you free, whichever one will give you inspiration to be kind, right? to be kind to yourself and mm -hmm. to other people mm -hmm. like you only live once and you always live again is like how, mm -hmm. you know what's the doorway what do you want to tell us what do you want us to know about Brestival I'm like I want to know I want to oh, know more Brestival. about this like if I mean if you want to you know I mean we've talked about a lot of different things so I don't you know but if if you want to share about it I'm no 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 I love it's Brestival. exciting I'm, to me uh I'm working on Brestival I would say is how we presented conversations about the girls, which is the play itself. And breast of all for me was a celebration of breast, a celebration of the feminine, of the divine feminine within mm -hmm. us. And, and it is in all of us. The divine feminine is in all of us. And mm -hmm. we can choose to identify as the, as the feminine, here as we walk through life as humans so which is such a very powerful thing that that we are all taking our own power back mm. uh we have been told 
this is what you are. This is what you do. This is how you do it. This is the way it should be done. And we're, we're now, I, I love that the younger generation has come up and said, this is who I am. And I am, I am not a she and a her, I am a them and a there. And it's requiring me as a senior citizen to go redefine my grammar, which is okay. It, it, it's okay if I need to redo that to honor somebody's, uh, who they are, their personality, who they have determined to walk on this, how, how, you know, you just have to be patient with me because I'm going to slip, you know, but I, I want to honor who you say you are, you know? And so in my, the, the play itself was written from the feminine of woman of the traditional woman. And I'm going to be expanding it because I, I haven't done as much expansion of it as I want to, but we're going to mm -hmm. continue to do it so that we honor all forms and all, all uh, parts of the feminine, you mm -hmm. know, as we develop breasts, as we just, we decide that we're going to get breasts as mm -hmm. situations happen, that breast loss comes up. And, um, and we don't, you know, I, I, I worked with a woman, I was not working with her. I was a part of a, of a panel or, uh, uh in, in a meeting of women in a group called the breast connection. Mm. And they started the organization from a place of, uh, women who have experienced loss but they've expanded it to a, be a community so that they can have a place, a forum where women can discuss where their own situations and, and to not have people from the outside who may not understand it as well say, okay, it's happened now, you know, move on. You know, right. you have, sometimes you, it takes a while to move on. You know? Yeah. And so the, this one woman was talking about, you know, because we talk about the breast and in the play, I have a, a piece called A Rose by Any Other Name. And it's the names of breasts, what people call breast. And mm -hmm. I, I have been collecting a list and I actually have over 400 names on this list now. And she <laughs> was saying that you know, she had reconstruction after surgery, but she didn't know what to call her breasts at that time. And, and that's a real thing for her. That's a real mm. thing for, for some people because, you know, we, we don't necessarily look at each individual situation. So I want to, in creating Breast of All, it was a celebration of all things breast, which well, means that, yes, no, have them, don't have them, all and everything else in between. Yeah, I, I love that. So I just want to offer one language thing here for you um, and for anyone listening. Yes. You know, when looking for that reference of someone, um, the, the language uh, that is generally used right now for someone who was assigned female at birth and still identifies as a woman, right, is called a cis mm -hmm. woman. So just a language cis thing, a cis woman. Yeah. Good. Um, yeah, a cis woman. Um, and so, um, so, and and I just wanted to share that I've had the privilege of being a safe space for a number of people who um, 
were non-binary who decided to have confirmation surgery and have a top surgery and have their mm-hmm. breast tissues removed. And, you know, I don't want to say all of them because I don't want to, but I'll say at least a number of them. There's been a really important part of the process in which there's been a huge honoring ritual, right? A huge piece of going mm-hmm. like, I love breasts. I love my breasts. And this still feels like the right thing to do, right? This is still mm-hmm. right action for me, you know? And so mm-hmm. just that understanding of like, you know, I think, yeah, I just wanted to name that, that that's like a very real thing that happens. And that, you know, when doing any action, again, it's like, wow, I must really be processing. I'm like, thank you so much, Kim. I'm really processing my marriage today on a level. It's I can like feel it. It's just like in the field. So, um, Mm -hmm. you know, when you, when you know something is right action and when you know that it will be a loss, right? And that, you know, and that that's, that it's a loss that it's like we're making choices all the time. We're saying yes. We're saying no. We're saying whenever we say yes to something, we're saying no to something else. We say yes to going out. We said no to the bath. We say yes to the bath. We said no to the going out. We say yes to the book. We said no to the movie, right? Like in a moment, a moment's Mm -hmm. choice, right? We're always saying yes and no. And so this understanding and this appreciation of that, like these choices that when we're they're made in an empowered way and I just want to honor that there are so many circumstances in which the medical system people find out after the fact that they've had all sorts of surgeries that there were alternatives and so anyone listening who's like have having that fury cook in me that's like they told me it was the only choice but it was not the only choice I just want to like really bless and honor that fire like I can feel it in the field right now and just say I want to say like Mm -hmm. I'm sorry you were lied to like that's it's not like it's like it's again all these notions of like I'm not going to say it's good or bad but like it's not honest and it's not care and it's not kindness like in that moment in that structure and I'm sorry that that happened to you and I bless that journey and and that there are many times where we have a journey a point in our journey for our health for our soul health for our well-being for our experience in the world whether it's getting augmentation or um or an alteration or uh you know for whatever reason that there's a real process and that in people's strict judging frameworks right where things have to fit in in this way there's not a lot of space for the nuance right and it's the same territory Mm -hmm. that has people who are going through the same process right of just going like i don't i i just i had them you know, I had the breast tissue removed and I'm, I'm going to call it. And people looking at them and going, well, why don't you, you know, if you're sad and you miss them, why didn't you get, and it's just like easy, everybody, like easy. It's nuance. <laughs> it's personal. It's, 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 it's digestion. It's right action at the right time. And like, and I say right action from this place of like personal alignment place. Right. And that, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and that, that that's part of that faith walk or our, you know, the word that comes to mind for right now is like a forgiveness walk with like, like Mm -hmm. how do we accept ourselves to be who we were 10 years ago when we made the choice that felt and we knew everything about it was the right choice in the moment. And then 10 years later to be like, I would not make that choice today. (laughs) 
<laughs> that mm-hmm. is not the choice yeah. I would make in any regard, right? It's like I've moved way beyond the kind of this particular example, right? Like into this whole thing. So those were just a few things. So I love Breastival. I want to know about it. I want to go. Um, I like to say nips out, tits out personally. That's like a leg, a, a happy charge for me in my life. Uh, titties out <laughs> like the air. Um, stand up know. girls, stand up girls, nips out, tits out. Here we go. Um, I just, in my recent years, kind of classic, like, uh, kind of like, uh, <laughs> person in their mid 40s not i'm not in my mid 40s yet but i'll god willing i'll get there um but having my like midlife crisis moment i started to wear a lot of lingerie in public and um it was a very important time and uh and it was scary it was really scary i'd have panic attacks before i went outside um and uh but it felt like right action like it just was like i just i just lace 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 it just felt really important as in a whole spider medicine journey and lace and webbing and and consciousness and sexuality and sensuality and bodies and um not being afraid to be seen and to move and to be recognized as a body um as an Mm -hmm. embodied body felt really important like part of my broadcasting work part of pulling myself back to myself right like I have all these pictures of me when I was a little girl just like pulling my clothing off you know like just like pictures and stories of just being like it's always been just like I'm like what is this stuff that's on my body like (laughs) I'm just not it's like really getting in the way you know um which is hysterical because I also sleep under like weighted blankets and like piles of things and like to be crushed you know but that's different and or I'm dancing you know um but you know, yeah. So, so I'm excited. I'm excited about. I'm excited about Festival, and I'm excited about your show. And I know for me, my my kind of my big body of work um, has taken many, many years for it to come together and to come into a really like a clicking in kind of way. And um, mm-hmm. and I'm excited for Festival and conversations about the girl girls, right? Girls the conversation about the girls. And, uh, and, uh, it's important. It's important. And it's, you know, it's also, I think about, uh, cis men and, uh, and trans men and, you know, masculine non-binary people who have breasts. Everybody has breast tissue. I mean, that's the other thing that drives me nuts. I was thinking about it the other day and I was just like, I was having one of those, like, you know, how sometimes we get in like, like, uh, conversational debates in our heads, like theoretical, you know, and I was having this conversation about breasts in my head and I was just like, yeah, but like everybody has breast tissue. Like, what do you mean? Someone who can lactate? Like it's been documented that like gender does not gender sex organs. Gender definitely doesn't determine whether or not someone, you know, but external sex organs don't decide actually. And like, if you're saying that you have to have these things to make milk, then like you've never met all these people who had a hard time making milk and these of evidence of like other bodies that can make milk that, ha- you know, and just like, I was like really going this is not very articulate, but it's like, I was like really going off in my head of just being like, woo, with your crazy stories and your crazy assignments and like your rules and your lines and like, you're not even right. Like, it's not even facts. I think that's the part that really gets me um, going, right? Not, is that it's... I'm, and what you're talking about is so perfect in terms of why storytelling is important. Mm. Because, you know, <clears throat> the, to sometimes you just, in order to just to get the information out, yeah. You just need to tell the story to be able to say, 
oh, this is how this is how we're using these terms. This is how you know this is how the body works. This is how these are various options that you have. You don't have everything doesn't have to look like this. Everything doesn't have to look like that, which is one of the reasons I want to expand on the show now to include what those different options are. And for people who know who they are now, let's talk about them. That's the whole thing is let's just let me let me open the door to have a conversation about what we've all talked about as the girls. So let's have it in a way that other people can bring something up that has not been brought up before. So Mm -hmm. let's let's release some of the taboos. Let's release all of the shame. And if we can do it now, then we have a better idea of being able to talk to our younger generations so that they're not laying on their children the shame that we've passed on to them. Let's yeah. release all of that. That's that's the bottom line. Let's release all of the shame. Yeah. Yeah, I hear the Around prayer of like, yeah, like let their bodies be safe homes for their beings, right? Like yes. when we release yeah. these stories and these prescriptions on what the body, um, yeah, let's, let's, let's do that, Sonia. Let's mm-hmm. do that. I'm here. I'm let's with you. Let's, you. let's do it. Let's do yeah. it. Let's do it. Um, well, I've, I'm feeling like this like kind of gathering energy happening and I'm wondering, um, I have a just kind of two classic Vagina Talks closing questions, but before I do that, I'm wondering if there's anything else that you want to say or that you want to share um, that's on your heart just, or just happy to, to be here, to talk about this, to, to, to open the doorway for more conversations, open my eyes so that I can go and have more conversations that hopefully open other eyes as well. Um, my website is visions of possibilities.org plural visions of possibilities.org. My name is Sonia Jackson with an I, uh, my prayer journal is available on Amazon under Sonia Jackson, my prayer journal. <laughs> It'd probably do well to search for it in that way, but um, I have just enjoyed talking with you. Just enjoyed it. Thank you so, so much. Well, you, I feel like we've covered my closing two questions, but um, <laughs> if people want to get in touch with you, I'll say my second to last closing question is if people want to get in touch with you, Visions of Possibilities, and you can check the show notes. We'll have a, a link down there. We'll have that too. My Prayer Journal by Sonia Jackson. Um, and if people have questions, is there a way to donate to your nonprofit through your website, Sonia? Yeah, through my website, um, there's a donate button uh, under support us. And uh, we, you know, we're, we're going to continue our message about women's cis, cis, cis woman, cis man, about we want to expand our understanding because a lot of my connections are uh, run, they run the level, but there are a lot that are on the senior side and they want to understand as well. They want to understand right. as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's connection. Understanding is connection, right? And so mm-hmm. to stay connected is is to is to learn and 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 to bridge that. So thank you for wanting to um, have those conversations and help bridge that connection. It it's it's part of the um, 
journey of connecting, right? Our like elder wisdom with our youth wisdom, right? Is like having these pathways mm-hmm. and and we need advocates everywhere, right? Like there's a certain degree, there's a lot of elders who like can't hear it from a youth, right? They got to hear it from an elder in the same way that there's a lot of things that youth got to hear from youth and there's things that we have to hear from each other, you know, and like I, I, I literally feel like I'm in, I'm like in that middle range, right? Where it's like, I'm not the youth and I'm not the elder and I am the youth and I am the elder because we're all, all of those things. I say age is a yeah. sphere, you know, it's just expanding all the aspects and the threads there, but um, beautiful, beautiful. So you can um, find Sonia's work there. And then my closing questions on Vagina Talk, my closing question for you today, Sonia Jackson is, is this world that you're imagining and you already spoke it to you spoke it to us but i want to invite you to paint this image like tell us the story like a clip like on the other side it's happened right this world that we're wanting for our children what does it look like what does it sound like what does it taste like um think about that the Mm. the phrase if you know if you don't know where you're going you'll end up where you're headed and so let's know where we're going tell us a little something about there so for me it's a world where people talk to each other it's a world where walking down the street or walking in another country there's an honoring of the person that they see before them in whatever however they are presented whether they're homeless or they have a home that is, uh, as my friend always says, everyone has a home because you're a home and you're being, but maybe you are roofless, you know, or roomless, but no matter who they, we meet, we are in honor of each other, that we speak to each other even if we don't necessarily understand, we try to understand. We're open to understanding. There's um, a way, whether it's children with the adults or vice versa, there's an honoring of, of who we are, who we say we are, who we want to be. There's a love that connects us all that we actually can feel there's a desire to want for others what we want for ourselves. So, you know, if we look at what Russia is doing, Russia, or if I look at what I think Russia may want to do, they want to they want to control a particular area and say they know what's best for this area. They, this is part of our landmass. This, this is a part of our group. If I look at what the purity of what I think they want, then I can understand them. I don't agree with what they're doing. I don't agree with how they're going about it, but I can, I can open myself to clarify what works and what doesn't work. I can open myself to have a conversation with them. That's on a global scale, but I can, if the same thing is happening with friends and and relatives or people that I, that are in my sphere, I can be able to understand enough to not be in anger when I speak to the other person about how I'd rather they 
interact with me or interact with this other group, or mm -hmm. I can, I can speak from a place of understanding and wisdom as opposed to speaking from a place of hatred and anger. Does that make sense? It's powerful. There's wanting a bigger life, a bigger world without hate. Mm. We can disagree without hate. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, a big enough understanding, compassionate wholeness that the differences have enough space to take up all the space. Everybody gets enough space. It's like what it feels like to me as I listen to you. And this power of um, to have enough understanding that I can listen, right? It's powerful. Mm -hmm. It's powerful. It's powerful. Oh, blessing, Sonia. Thank you for your your practice, your vision, your dedication to growth, your um, generosity of spirit and your faith. Thank you, sweet listener. I hope that you were fed just sweet morsels of healing and possibility and inspiration or whatever it is that you need, whether it was something out of one of our mouths or the time you gave yourself or or a bird's song in the distance. I wish each and every one of us the power of healing breath, that which brings to us with ease and flow everything that's needed and with clarity and consistency, the release of what is no longer needed that becomes a gift to the shared world. Thank you for joining us on Vagina Talks. If this episode fed something, please send it over. Hit that share button wherever you listen and send it to a friend. And if you would, if there's something that you would do for me, if you could hit a rate, a rate button, that helps. That helps. And for whatever reason, the algorithm and the ways of things, just go ahead and give a little rate and review. That would be a gift to me as well. Be well, sweet friends. And as my mother says, drink water and fear nothing. Take care. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. And thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sophia. <laughs> Remember, everything that we talked about in today's episodes will be in the show notes. So go there for links. For more content that you're going to love, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to this podcast. Share this episode with anybody you think you'll enjoy it. And share the love with a rate or review wherever you listen. And to find out about all the mad adventures I'm up to, check me out on Instagram at SophiaWiseOne uh, or come to my website, SophiaWiseOne.com. I am Sophia Wise One, daughter of the wind. I am calling you to rise up, rise up, rise up, rise up and take your place.
Y'all know you need to hear that though. <laughs> you know. If you don't know, now you know. If you don't know. Okay. Yo, I'm so excited about vagina talks right now. Don't pretend like you don't know this is the best podcast you've ever listened to. Don't pretend like you don't know. You know. <laughs>